0: What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Hope you had a great weekend. This episode, I wanted to let you guys ask me a whole bunch of questions. You ask me questions all the time, all day, and I feel like you catch me at a wrong time that I cannot answer them or I don't want to answer them. So I figured it be a fun episode if I had Alex go through my Instagram and he picked out 15 questions that you guys submitted. And so basically, I don't know what these questions are, but I said, don't be fucked up.
1: (laughs) No, they're good ones. They're good ones for sure.
0: I hope it might take me a minute to respond (laughs) because I don't, I truly don't know what they are. I did go through and see what you guys submitted, but I don't know what he picked out. So all right alex you Let's can get started start off
1: all right question one what is a big turnoff for you physically and mentally
0: mm-hmm. uh honestly i feel like physically oh shit i don't know like physically i gotta have a lot of turnoffs
1: like mine is smoking cigarettes
0: but that's not physically
1: it's like a physical act that you do
0: okay you want to know what mine is i would say physically Mine is I don't mind if you're hairy and I don't mind if you're hairless. I mind when I feel the stubble and I feel like I'm going to get a rash all over myself and it hurts. So like when a guy's beard is like not soft or like a guy shaves his arms and then like you feel like the razor burn bump, Mm -hmm. it's a no for me mentally. I would just say what's a turn off mentally fucking everything, probably because I hate everybody.
1: Got it. Everything you guys. So everything is mentally is a turn off.
0: <laughs> I just That's feel like I've never connected with somebody well, I've connected some mentally, but most I don't connect with mentally because I have a problem with them mentally. Yeah,
1: that is true. I feel like my biggest mental turnoff is when someone like can't do things for themselves.
0: Mm, not self self self-sufficient exactly
1: yeah Mm.
0: okay next question
1: okay how long does it take before you can fart in front of a boyfriend (laughs) keep in mind he does it a lot
0: honestly i think you should fart as many times as you want
1: (laughs) yeah i feel like his answer to that is probably like the first hour
0: uh you know what's funny is i've never okay i think i've heard alex accidentally fart one time but you don't fart no i don't so i i don't know i think if you want to be like classy like maybe wait like a month i guess to fart in front of them but i think it's like they're already doing the most with you so like if you had to fart like i'm not saying like they have to smell your farts week one But, like, if they heard a loud noise because you farted, I don't think that's a big deal. Like, I find it funny. Yeah, like, like
1: everybody farts.
0: Like, I like when people fart, personally. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying
0: it in, like, a fetish way. I'm just saying I think it creates a space that's, like, okay, they're comfortable with me. We could laugh about it. It's, like, fun. Like, I think having siblings, it makes for a fun moment.
1: You heard it here first. If you see Jeff in the street, run by and fart in front of him. No,
0: that's not the point. As if people don't do that all the time. In <laughs> Anyways, everything smells like shit.
1: All right. Question three. Do you ever deal with hookup anxiety?
0: Hmm. I mean, I'm sure I have. But I guess at this point, you also have to hook up with people. that about it. <laughs> It's been a while. Um. No, honestly, I feel like when you're unsure about your sexual ability you probably get anxiety from hooking up and i think back in the day i had sexual anxiety hookup due to like my inexperience level
1: got it so i was
0: like more nervous to hook up with people and so that gave me anxiety because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing
1: okay that's fair
0: would you say you had hookup anxiety or I still like, do?
1: I feel like I get hookup anxiety sometimes after the fact, because I'm just like, in my head, like, was that a mistake? Should I have done that? Mm, like, like, you
0: think you have an STD immediately.
1: Yeah. I'm like, like, I could have just as easily not done that. So I get hookup anxiety after the fact. If it's a new person. If it's like a repeat, it's fine.
0: I would bet the repeat is the one who's hooking up with multiple people. And that's how you get like gonorrhea or yeah. something. So that's an easy one. I'd be. Okay. (laughs) Continuing. Okay. What are your future career goals? Come on. Why would you pick this one? Like uh, my career goals, I would say is obviously to be as rich as possible. Okay. I mean, that's definitely like the short answer. I obviously have a tentative plan, which I mean, I don't really feel like sharing to be completely honest because
1: it's in the works you
0: guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like I feel like you obviously know my career goals in a way, but I mean, obviously my first career goal and advice I would give to everybody is the amount of time you waste working for a person. You can do that for yourself and make way more money and it's for yourself and you work when you want to work but working for somebody I personally think is the biggest waste of time. And maybe that's a turnoff for me.
1: People somebody
0: jobs. No, you asshole. Somebody who just like their goal is to climb a corporate ladder. Oh, like yeah, I like no, somebody, I that. like somebody who could like be a little off the books and like be creative yeah. and kind of just like, figure out their own shit. It's not like, oh my God, I can't wait in five years to be like the director. It's like,
1: yeah, especially in New York. It's like, it's like weird if someone only has like one stream of income or they're only like not working towards another one.
0: Well, I also feel like you can't live here if you have one stream of income because nobody pays you. Yeah,
1: that's true. (laughs)
0: Everybody here pays you like shit and wants the most and you can't do anything. So, oh, that's another advice I'll give is know your worth and put your foot down because these bitches have money and they'll try to say, oh my God, can you do this for free? Or like this or that? And like they ask to do something for a hundred dollars and it's like, no, they have money and they should be paying you and you don't need to be doing favors for people.
1: I completely agree. Okay. What are your career
0: goals, Alex? Since you wanna throw shade trying to ask <laughs> me that question.
1: Well, you know what? I'll just take a play out of your handbook and say that there are things in the works and I'm working on things.
0: You know, when you don't open up People don't like you, <laughs> so, <laughs> sure.
1: Okay, the next question is, where were you all summer?
0: Oh, now I need to bite my tongue. <laughs> I can't open up on this one.
1: <laughs> you guys, we were at Bible Camp. for anyone that really wants to know.
0: Yeah, I was trying to find God. Um, he found him. Mm-hmm. He's a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly though, like everything comes out in due time. You all ask me that question, and I honestly can't answer it. And I'm sure you guys can gauge what that is, but it physically cannot come out of my mouth.
1: Be patient.
0: But I promise you, when it does, um it will be a fun experience for all, hopefully.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> okay. When you see couples, do you ever see someone who looks like they're dating someone out of their league?
0: Straight people, for sure. Oh, my (laughs) God. I was going to say. The
1: amount of, like, beautiful women I see dating, like, talentless straight men.
0: Well, you don't know if they're talent. I mean, okay. I know this sounds fucked up, but I'm talking physically because I don't know these people I'm walking past in the street. Like,
1: when you only can look at them, you have to go by looks.
0: Yeah. So, I would say, of course, you see people who are, like, you're dating someone out of your league. Who knows if it's a money situation, whatever. But I will say, out of, if we're like going back to like the whole gay thing here, I would say, out of all of my friends, I feel like my friends in New York have pretty compatible relationships. And I think that's both like visually, financially. Like, I feel like they're just, it makes a lot of sense seeing my friends who are in relationships together. And I think it's cute watching two people who do seem compatible. I'm not saying they both need to be, like, tens, but I'm saying two people who have really good jobs, who are, like, hosting events together and doing things, and, like, they dress nice. It's a – I like seeing those
1: couples. It's also really tough to know if someone's, like, out of someone's league just by looking at them. Like, yeah, physically, but I feel like every couple kind of, like, has something that makes them work and makes them tick that it might not be on the surface. I mean, like, bitch, people, people would probably people see my reason.
0: type and be like, this is trash. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but like, you get what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> okay. Next up, we have, do you think your following is fat phobic?
0: How would you ask me this? Okay. Um.
1: I didn't ask. I just picked it up.
0: What's the correct way to ask? Okay. First, let me just say this. Is my following fat phobic? i think my following caters towards what every gay man catered towards and that is your typical let's call it the white muscle man do i necessarily care that that's what people think i can't change their perceptions do i post based on what people want to see no i could care less if you post me if you share a good story i don't care if you have a hairy butt if you're a little chubbier, if you are whatever your race is, I truly don't care. I care if you have a good story and the picture is of like a good quality picture. Like it is 2021. You should not be taking a picture on an iPhone 6. Uh, everybody has, oh, I shouldn't say everybody has access to an nice iPhone. Basically, just make sure the quality of the picture is good and there's a good story. And the chances are, I probably would want to feature it. But like, this is the thing. I think when I get so many pictures and messages and whatever, the flaw is people come at me with like something that feels very generic. And when I say generic, and I know it's going to sound bad, but generic is basically talking about like, body issues and like, being public and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I feel like everybody goes through deeper shit and like of course that's a huge problem body insecurities things like that, but it comes off very baseline to me when people message me all the time, and they just look like they have a 12 pack and i'm like. That should not be the caption it reads wrong
1: yeah I think also like I mean everyone definitely has like their own story and their own struggle, and, you know just point, you can't ch- necessarily like change who follows you but. I think what you can do and you do is to kind of like show a really good wide array that even if those people do think like that, you're kind of like putting new things in front of them. And-
0: yeah. And like, obviously the pictures don't necessarily make sense with the caption ever. Of course. That's the whole point of the traveling <laughs> bum. So like when you're looking at the bum, and you're like, why the fuck is this caption so deep? Like bitch, that is the point. The point is to be like, read this, but here's a beautiful picture. Get to know me. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, like obviously if you were doing a butt picture, I'd probably make you do about like your heart situation. That's what makes like you a unique person different. I could talk about like, I don't fucking know at this point. I feel like everybody knows my whole life. So there's not really much left that's hidden. I
1: think I've heard every story he has to tell 10 times.
0: Yeah, but like they all don't know
1: everything. Okay, next question. How many sex partners have you had in your life?
0: <laughs> so we're talking physical
1: sex, obviously. Okay.
0: Like not blowjobs, like oh actual God, sex. Who
1: keeps track of that?
0: I honestly used to have a list in my phone and then I oh, just blow got- Oh, blowjobs? Yeah, like I literally was like every dick I saw, I wanted to remember. And I don't know why I thought that was such a cool thing, but the notepad was getting lengthy like and then- aren't,
1: Like aren't iPhones something like- like 200 gigabytes like it probably just took up your whole phone you're such an ass <laughs> no
0: no honestly though i did keep a notepad for quite some time um and i don't know why i felt obligated to do that i think being quote unquote half straight at the time you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. i would say I didn't really have gay friends and i think a lot of my straight girlfriends have notes in their phone of like guys they hooked up with and it's like Elevator man, guy who brought me Taco Bell, like yeah, obviously referring to my friend Julian's (laughs) phone. I'm good friends with. Oh my god! So I feel like I felt obligated to also start keeping a notepad of like all my hookups and things like that, and it is fun to look back on because I'm sure I forgot a whole bunch of people, yeah, who I've hooked up with, maybe not didn't even have sex with, but just like a cool time in like
1: fucking China, and I'm like. I keep a list of like people I've had sex with on my phone, but not. Currently? Yeah, I just have one. How big is your list? That feels, we'll talk about that after. Really? (laughs) No, it's not big. It's really not. I mean, what do you consider big? I don't know. I think big is different for everyone. I would say comparatively to what I've heard other people say, mine is not
0: Okay, I would next say. Next question,
1: you guys. <laughs> I will
0: say I'll be honest with you. I know I'm above eighty, but I know I'm under a hundred. Okay. okay. And that is because I came to New York and like did the damn thing. Okay. In recent years, I've obviously been more tamed, partially due to COVID, because I'm a germaphobe and everyone grosses me the fuck out, and I didn't want someone spit in my their mouth my mouth. I just, I just get really grossed out by people. Everyone grosses me out. Like doorknobs, Alex, my everything. I hate it all.
1: All right. I guess you share it. I'll share. I'm below 20, but wait, really? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. But to be fair,
1: I came out way later in life than he did. So I have not had nearly as much time to do that.
0: I mean, that is fair to say, I think, how should I say this? I think when you come out later in life, no, I think when people come out in general, you feel this pressure and back me up to just hook up with everybody possible. And And I say that because you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Like when everyone's like, oh, you're a bottom. And I was like, am I a bottom? Like, I don't fucking know like my first times all having sex, I pretty much only bottomed because I felt that was like a bubble pe- people put me in because like I have big legs, a bigger yeah. butt, I'm shorter. Yeah. So people just immediately were like, oh, you're a bottom. And I was like, okay, like maybe that's what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally decided to like top somebody, you start feeling out like, okay, what makes the most sense?
1: And also I feel like for me, like it depends so much on the person. Like I can never put myself in one bucket because it like totally depends who the other person is. No, I,
0: I completely agree with that. Cause there's definitely people who I look at and I'm like, there's no way I'm ever having sex with you or no, there's no way you're ever fucking me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that.
0: Like there's some people who I'm just like, this is not,
1: I think it totally depends on the vibe.
0: Yes. Cool.
1: Yes. I agree.
0: And there's times you eat mac and cheese and you just can't, oh my God. You can't oh, do a
1: roll you might want. To do. <laughs> Limitations.
0: Yeah. If I have mac and cheese, I need to know where my home is within 30 minutes. That
1: is, sounds dramatic, but it's beyond <laughs> true.
0: Wait, I have a you funny really, story can't to share. can for
1: ice cream without like being in a three block radius. Okay.
0: That's not the point of this conversation at the moment. Um, a story I wanted to share actually is I got um, pizza the other day. And obviously the pizza was really hot, but I like tried to like exhale. Cause you know, if you exhale, the heat comes out of your mouth. And I think by accident, I exhaled too much that it ended up being like, I needed a big inhale and I inhaled a whole bunch of hot cheese and I couldn't breathe. And I was outside Penn station and it was such trash. And I was like,
1: <gasps>
0: like, I felt like it was a really scary moment in my life and I almost felt like I was going to die. Yeah um but i didn't die okay (laughs) so don't inhale don't inhale hot
1: cheese okay next question what question are we on i don't even know i lost count
0: we should took a shot before this we should have.
1: we'll take one after okay okay this one i'm also curious because when i tell you that jeff talks about this a lot what is your obsession with a hairless bum? What do you mean I
0: talk about this um, a lot? If
1: I had a dollar for every time Jeff talked about getting his butt lasered, I would be rich.
0: I really don't think I talk about it
1: that much. Okay. So what is your obsession with it? So you don't have an obsession with it?
0: I would never call it an obsession. Okay. I would say that like, for my cleanliness level of like me as a person, I prefer to not have hair. Do I have pubes? Sure. But when it comes to like my butt and like certain like armpit situation, like, I don't know. I just like keep certain areas trimmed the way I want it trimmed. And I don't think. Ah, see, and I laser my butt because I think certain things come back into style that like if I were to like laser hair removal, my pubes, like the bush comes back in style. Like, why would you? Like, I just feel like for my butt, the benefits are I feel cleanlier as a person. That is just how I personally feel. If I hook up with a guy who has the hairiest butt in the world, I do not think he is gross. I don't give a fuck how he keeps his. I just, for myself, give a fuck. And also, like, I don't know. I think the way your farts sound when you're lasered is funny as fuck. It really is. Like, how loud are my farts? Loud. Like yeah. it cracks me up and I don't know why I think it's so funny, but like, I actually really love that aspect too. And I know that should not be a normal perk, but well,
1: you're not a normal person. So yeah. next, <clears throat> what does anal bleaching do? And do you feel tighter oh my now? my
0: God. Are we, do we just the two going things, through?
1: Do they go like hand in hand bleaching and being like, what was your experience like with it?
0: Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. Will I ever get my butthole bleached again? No. Did I have a bad experience per se? No, but I just feel like I did have results, the company is great, nice, I've worked with them many times, appreciative, blah, 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 yes. However, when it comes to getting bleached, things people don't know. Number one, you need to put on a cream before bed for two weeks, prior to going to get bleached. So every single night prior to going to get bleached, I have to put this cream on. It was like gross. I like to sleep naked and I had to sleep in like gym shorts. So that was like not an enjoyable part for me. Then once I did get bleached and I had to like walk home and it's fucking hot in New York.
1: Oh my God. It was was like
0: sweaty. My underwear was completely trashed and ruined, which is not a big deal. But then you have to keep it on for eight hours. This like putty that they put on your asshole. And I did it at 4 PM. So eight hours later, it was like one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, dude, I just want to go the fuck to bed and get this shit off of me. So I took it off and the sensitivity level in a not fun way was awful. I literally like wiping was horrible. Um, do you see a difference again? Yes, you do see a difference. Have I ever looked at someone's hole and said, Oh, I wish that was pinker. No. So I don't necessarily see a point that like you need to do that. It does not make you tighter. Let me also say, I don't need to be tighter. If anybody's going to try to be fucked up and ask that question, I just think I don't necessarily think i need it
1: okay would you get your whole bleach i would not personally why i don't think that i need it okay and from the experience that you just described i don't know that i i didn't
0: have a great selling point for people
1: not for me okay not for me fair okay (laughs) moving on you guys that was the last. (laughs) I don't know if it was last question yeah. about butts. I don't can really we be can we I be picked. over cosmetics? I feel like this is a good one. Do you find the gay scene to be clingy by category? Oh, clicky. Sorry, I had a typo. Like jocks, bears, twinks. Like, do you think that?
0: I mean, one hundred percent. Wouldn't you say that?
1: Well, I think that the gay scene can definitely be clicky, but I don't necessarily know that it's like by type. Yeah, but you know, think it's not about like going to a club and like bears are over there and like the twinks are over they there. don't
0: go is what i'm saying like how often do you go to a place and okay granted i am talking about new york of course i've been out in miami blah blah la whatever the bullshit but i'm just saying from what i can see in new york which i see every weekend when you go to let's say house kitchen bars do you see like bears in there do you see like more daddy people in there when you go to i'm not name dropping this place but you know in chelsea
1: i mean i guess you kind of like yeah like they let a certain certain, type in well i guess that there are like certain bars that certain people go to but i feel like in our friend group like we don't all like fit the same mold kind of you know not so much by like bar but by like friend group i wouldn't say so how do you say we're
0: not how do you say that we don't visually look semi-similar I feel like the people listening I will probably say you all look like a basic white and shaped boy.
1: I don't know off the bat, like me and you hang out all the time and like, we're like, I'm like way like taller. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like some of our friend group is like shorter and like, I don't know. It's just like,
0: yeah, but height has nothing to do with that. We're talking about like, think about like, okay, there's a bear. There's like, are you going to call like Max and say Max is an otter? I guess i don't know maybe max is an otter i don't fucking know that bitch has chest hair everywhere he's gonna kill me he's so mad yeah he is
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry max okay best advice for exploring new sexual experiences
0: um i would say best advice if you want to explore new sexual experiences is do it with somebody you're comfortable with. Because I think if you're going to do it with somebody you're not comfortable with, number one, you're going to be a little tighter and tenser. I think you're going to be not as into it. And I also feel like when it comes to new experiences, like we were kind of talking about this earlier, like, I think people become memorable in your life based on the experience. So based on whether
1: you know what i'm saying yeah like it doesn't necessarily have to have been like the best sex the best head or whatever but like if it was like a good time in your life and it bring and the memory brings you back somewhere really positive then yeah like, like
0: if it's a new sexual experience for you like for example my thing that i still want to do which i have not done yet um i want to have sex in central park i think that'd be fun to like go on a walk with somebody You're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's do this. And you just have sex in Central Park. His dream is to also get
1: arrested, it seems.
0: No. uh, (laughs) Although my mugshot would be so cute. and I do kind of want, how cool would a mugshot be? I would put that in the Hamptons house. (laughs) They'd be like, who is this weird ass felon with all these butt pictures in his house and his fucking mugshot frame? But no, I do want to have sex in Central Park. And so I feel like, for example, whoever I do have sex with in Central Park, that is going to be a memorable experience that I will then remember with that person. So I think if you want to do things new with somebody, do it with somebody who you want to look back on and remember, and not just like some random guy on Grindr who said, I want you to pee in my mouth. And you're gonna be like, that fucking sucked. And like, I hate that. Like, that's my first experience with it.
1: Yeah. And like, do it Like, anything you do, just do because you want to, not because you feel pressured to do anything, or it's what everyone else is doing. Like, just be comfortable. Do what you want.
0: Yeah, don't let anybody pressure you to do shit, because I don't do anything I don't want to do.
1: That's for sure.
0: And that includes waking up.
1: (laughs) Okay. Have you ever had sex with someone who you met from taking butt photos?
0: Dun, 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 dun. I saw this one. Um... Of course. <laughs> um of course. Uh I mean there's countless numerous um I think I'm very active in the DMs which I feel like everybody knows about me and I feel like if you DM me the chances I'm going to give you some sort of response. I think I look at my phone probably more than I should. Um and so I Even if I don't respond to everybody, I can say, I probably have seen your message. And I don't know, sometimes you get an appealing message, which it's not very often, but sometimes I do. And I'm like, okay, let's explore this more. And sometimes they expect me to take their butt picture, which I'm happy to do. And then I also maybe do more with it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Has have you th- ever had sex post about picture? Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> I have not. Has this Instagram turned into what you ever expected it to be?
0: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where I am now, but. Uh, I No, to be honest, though, like, I'll be nice for a second because I know I can sound like a bitch. Um. I will say it really is an enjoyable thing to like wake up every day. And like, I would say I do get like a whole slew of nice messages, which I appreciate. I like the aesthetic that I've created with like the butt pictures and the visual, and then like the personal aspect behind it. And I also like the fact that now people view it as like something artistic that like other people like doing that for themselves. Even if like, I don't post it, like, other people now like to take butt pictures in like a scenic place just to like document their own travels and life and things like that. Like I want to be 50 and like, look back at all the cool places I've been. And like, even like when we went to Paris, for example, remember I was like, I'm taking a butt picture here and you're like, looking around, and you're like, Jeff, there's like little literal children. And I'm like, I do not care the about the child. Got it done. Like I am in Paris staring at the Eiffel tower. I want a butt picture in front of it. Like, I'm never going to see this child again. I don't care about her. I wanted a butt picture. So all I'm saying is I'm very appreciative of the aesthetic that naturally got created. And I think it also was created in part with like everybody involved. You know what I mean? Like I literally ask you guys all the time, like, what do you want to see? What should this podcast episode be? Or whatever the situation might be what game do you want to play even these questions yeah like i always ask you guys for advice and you guys throw something out at me that like i might not have thought of but it makes my brain click and think differently then i'm like oh okay that was kind of a good idea and i'm gonna evolve it into this and so i think from like a mutual group effort of like a whole bunch of gays from around the world we now have the traveling bomb and i started it in 2016 and i'd say it's been like a full-time full-time gig for myself since like 2018 which was like a huge struggle and i mean i guess i want to say i'm not not struggling but i feel like if i ever expressed my finances people would be like shut the fuck up so
1: yeah i guess okay (laughs) (laughs) that answered
0: the question that
1: definitely answered the question The last one, I'm like annoyed that it's ending on this one because like, I feel like we kind of answered this one just throughout, but do you have a best sex partner?
0: Of course. Wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. But I feel like we kind of answered this, that we were more like, that it was more like a time and a place, not necessarily like a singular person, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing with the term best sex partner.
1: It can mean so many different things.
0: I view things as memorable. And that doesn't necessarily mean like the best orgasm. I view it more as situational. And so I would say my best is probably in my beginning phases because there's one guy in particular who I'm thinking of. He was in the Marines and we hooked up in like multiple cities. Like I saw him in Hawaii. I saw him in New York. I saw him like in Chicago. Like he's just like a great person. And I feel like that person helped me like open up like come out like deal with my own emotional issues during that time frame of like 2017 like i would refer to that as like best sex partner because there was such like a deep relationship involved and although like we both knew we were not compatible for like a real relationship i would say that's like my best sexual partner that if he hit me up and he was like i want to hook up with you I would do it. And if he had a boyfriend, I would still do it. That's and crazy. if he was married, I would still do it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so Heard that's it. what I would say about that one.
1: Heard it here first. Yeah. All right. So it's not that, my problem. Yeah. That is all the questions that- Well, you, you have, have
0: to have. answer it, asshole.
1: I mean, I think I'm like still exploring a bit. I mean, a few people come to mind when I think of my best experiences, but it's kind of the same thing in the sense that it's like a time in my life that was really positive. And at the same time, I have people that I associate with negative times in my life.
0: Am I a negative time in your life?
1: You are not a negative time in my life. No.
0: Am I a positive experience in your life?
1: You are a positive experience in my
0: life. Oh, wow. I'm so honored. (laughs) I would say, do you think anybody in your life has a negative viewpoint on you? Like, you have a negative input in their lives? Yes.
1: (laughs) That's a story for another.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I wonder if anybody has a negative one about me, which, like, of course, I'm sure someone does. Yeah. But, like, not that I've ever purposefully done something negative to somebody. But,
1: purposefully, but, like,
0: you know. Obviously, I think some people probably expect more, want more. I don't do that. Um,
1: Yeah. Not everything's like going to work out. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, sometimes people don't get the outcome they want and they're unhappy about that. I don't know. I'm rambling now.
0: Yes. I would say, I think everybody has their... Best sex partner.
1: I also think that that person is like ever evolving. Like as you grow and learn and meet new people and have new experiences, like that might change. So. I mean,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: You know what? The best person you ever had sex with might not have even happened yet. Like the best person you will have sex with. So. I would say something to look forward to.
0: Corny ass people would say the best person I had sex with is my husband, and it's like if you're saying that, shut up because you're probably lying. Um. Okay, well, do we have anything else? You didn't throw in a secret one.
1: No, I have no secret ones.
0: Okay, well, thank you, Alex, for not being a complete bitch with the questions. Yeah, I there think. were like
1: one or two ones in there, but nothing crazy.
0: Yeah, that was and I think you know tasteful.
1: What? And you guys asked some crazy ones. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Um. Okay. Well. I will be spending the week in Puerto Rico. So I hope you guys enjoy the content. Um, Send me your butt pictures, although I cannot post them this week because it's like a sponsored week. So roll with me, hope you like them. Um, Do I have anything else to share at the moment? No. What? Oh, Amor Loco.
1: Where we're going in 10 minutes.
0: I am hosting a burlesque dinner show now on Fridays. So if you guys are in New York, feel free to hit me up. We'd love to see you. It is from 7 to 9 on Fridays. And it is titties and real girls, but there are gay men who attend. And it is fun, and you get drunk, and we can hang out. It's um,
1: wild. If you remember the Toro Loco days. Yeah, was... if you remember
0: Toro Loco, it's the same people, same manager, same bartender, yeah, same Jeff.
1: Come have a tequila shot with us.
0: Yeah. But I'm not being that extra tonight. Okay. um, Have a great week. If you want to follow Alex, you can click the button and I hope you guys enjoy this. Okay. Bye.